Come over to Finders Keep. We are a small business that seek to provide the best prices in home improvement products. We are located at 1006 Surrey Street, Lafayette, Louisiana, at the Sutton Development Building. We have ceiling fans, medicine cabinets, plenty of lighting. Come out and visit us. We guarantee to beat any price. We are open from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Come on out to Finders Keeper. Brothers and sisters, this is the Open Line Radio Show Replay Podcast. We join the show in progress. This is from last Wednesday, July 22nd. The segment, the interview with Mr. Carlos Harbin, Chief Minority Affairs Officer for Mayor President Josh Guillory. The issue is about the closing of the four African American Recreation Center in Lafayette. We also have as a sit-in guest, Mr. Lewis Benjamin, former Lafayette City Councilman. We join the show in progress. We have Bishop Harbin, uh, the Chief Minority Representative for Mayor Parish President Josh Guillory. Welcome to the open line. So good to be with you, Brother Jay. Well, you know uh, I'm informal now. Brother you know. Fuzzy, my God, it's but been how long? Is that his real name? How long? Is that his real Lewis name? Louis Benjamin, we go back in the day. When I got to Lafayette, there was a TV show He's a legend, on huh? AOC called The Clan in Acadiana. Uh-oh. And we had to hook up with the Nation of Islam and the NAAC. I'm teaching some Lafayette black history right now. We had to, we had to get the Klan off the air. I mean, he was on the show with the hood on. Mm-hmm. And God, I don't know where Aaron Walker is these days. He was. Yeah, he passed on. He passed on. God rest his. Aaron is smiling from heaven. And he's he's up there with John Lewis right now, and, and and found that law that said you cannot outside of Mardi Gras, outside of Mardi Gras. I'm the one You cannot. Yes, you cannot wear a mask in public, and so that was, and so that it's good to see that the spirit lives on. Uh, uh, Brother Benjamin, thank you for, uh, I mean, uh, laying a foundation for us. And we got to remember from whence we've come. And, and oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, uh, when I first moved to Lafayette back in 93, what brought me here was the closure of Holy Rosary. And, and, and it's been struggle. It's, it was struggle before, and it's been struggle ever since. So we've got to. We've, well, well, yeah, but we, you know, I, I, I want to commend Mayor President Josh Guillory. Uh, I, I served as the first ever Chief of Minority Affairs for Lafayette mm-hmm. Consolidated Government. And uh, Josh Guillory, when he was running for Mayor President, and I was running for president, uh, Mayor President as well. And uh, he said uh, if he won, he would create a position called Director for Minority Affairs. Well, we, we know what happened. He went uh-huh. on, won the election, and he mm-hmm. stuck to his promise yeah. and asked me to join the team. And, and, and all, so I'm, I'm honored to be here. And, and I'm, I'm glad you're here. And in all fairness, like I was telling Brother Shahid, the finest keeper, our proud underwriters next door, and Sister Khadijah, that we wanted to have uh, Mr. Harvin, I call you Mr. Harvin, Bishop Harvin. Either one is fine. Uh, have him it's on the show. As long as it's before 2 o'clock in the morning. And defend his, we were his positions. Hall. Whether or not I believe in the ideology of Mayor President Josh Guillory and his, his connection to uh, Boogeyman, uh, Rudy Giuliani, but that's, that's, that's beside. You, you come, when he's been a guest on my show, he's been fair, he's been honest about how he feels. 
Yeah, yes. So we want we want him to give his position. If the callers want to call in, if we have time for a few calls, they could call in. And that's what we want to do on the open line, you know. Whether or not my ideology about what I think about the Republicans and the conservatives right now and what I'm putting out, and I try to do my, my research based on facts in the black community. But I want Brother Harvin, I'm a, he's a brother, to give his position. Well, you know, when we look at it, when George Floyd was, you know, that eight minutes and 46 seconds, that video that went viral mm-hmm. of, of that police officer who, who killed George Floyd, Black Lives Matter rallies popped up all over the world. You know, even in Japan, they were talking about Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. you know, and we had our own rally right here at UL in Lafayette. At UL, not in the black community. No, but what I'm saying is, it, it was. But that's that's my point. Uh, and that's the that, that, But that's my point. I see, see there was a time. It, there was a time when. Well, I'm not going to compliment Gilroy. No, 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 no. But but but, but Gilroy didn't organize. Gilroy didn't organize. No, but but this is. But but this. I don't want to be misconstrued. I'll do respect. I'll do respect. The 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 movement was. There were probably more white folks. Or just as many white folks as that. Now, I remember, we remember Trayvon Martin. Some of us go back to uh, uh, Rodney King. Trayvon Martin was my son. Not those man. those, those protests court. were mostly all black, feet, black folk. This was the first time, and I'm 60 years old. This is the first time I can remember mm-hmm. in my lifetime that you have so many white people walking around with signs that say Black Lives Matter. And so this is a new day. What jo- George Floyd's so I, death. I hate to quit interrupting you, but what's going on in Lafayette cannot be dismissed. And I hold a black community. That's what I came in to talk mm-hmm. about this morning, but I'm going to let you have the floor. But let me say this. Gary do not act in our best interest. And he cannot have you come out and explain to where he is. Maybe he needs to come out himself. I'm, I'm explaining where he is. I'm explaining where well, I am. No, no, I'm talking for me. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm serving. No, 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 no. I'm serving as chief of minority affairs. I'm talking about what I'm doing in what? the in the Gillard administration the and for of Lafayette. Life, the quality of life for blacks and Africans. Well, can, well, can, well, can I actually? I want to get. I'm going to move on. Can I ask him this, this question right now. here? Yes. Did you know about the move to close down? The recreation center. That was the headline on KATC News. Okay. I did not no, know. when it was developed in the meetings. Because you know he had the five votes when he came in. I said no for 32 years. I know the game, Mr. Roman. I'm not accusing you, know, the, you of anything. There was no vote. Mm-hmm. I said it wasn't any vote. I said when they had the pre- No, he announced that. The, mm-hmm. When they had the oh. pre-council meeting. Oh, okay. Okay, let, let's, let, uh, Mr. Mr. Two ben. people can't talk at the same Mr. time, Mr. bro. No, a conversation. You're, you're my, we can't no, talk no, at the same time. I mean, you can sit down. No, we, we, we can do it. But, we but, can, we but, can do this thing. Yeah. But uh, we got to have an open mind. Yeah, we can do you this thing. You got to hear stuff. I've been places you haven't been. You've been places I haven't been. You know, I've admired you for so long because you debate people. You debated people on Janelle's show, and you held the position. And we want to see... What he has to say. Well, let's say, Mr. Harvin, and respect, you know. Well, I'm talking about the black community. Yeah, the black community. Yes, that's why I live. Well, do you have influence on, well, let's say, Josh Guillory? You, that would be a bad move, man. You would get all kind of hellfire and brimstone if you could do that. Did you have that type of influence? on? It, it, did he listen? Did you? The announcement came out mm-hmm. four o'clock or so Friday afternoon. Right. 
I found out the same time as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, right, and we addre- we were there. I was addressing you as a person. Brother trying to talk. <laughs> on a black Look, that's station. That's his name. What's his name? Fuzzy, man. On a black I, station. A brother got to be able to talk on a black station. I can't call you Fuzzy. <laughs> so, so, but we were at city council chambers till 2 o'clock this uh-huh. morning. And the mayor spoke for himself. If you were at the council meeting last night, the mayor spoke for himself. And he, he, he said that choice of words, close and reopen, was not the best word. The mayor spoke for himself. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to speak for him. He spoke for himself. He said it. And, 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 and it, not only was the chamber packed, the parking lot was packed. Right. So everybody, if you were there, you heard the mayor speak himself that the word should have been restructured. That's what should have been said because the parks were never, ever, ever, never. Did I say never, ever? Mm-hmm. They were never closed. Mm-hmm. The, there's parks and rec. Parks, you can barbecue. Mm-hmm. You can do. The grounds were never, ever closed. Well, the, faci- the physical facilities, the, the building. Physical faci- the physical facilities, the rec centers. Okay. That's different from the parks. And- the rec centers in some of our, mm-hmm. some of our centers, when he used the word closed, he, he regrets that. Mm-hmm. He said should have been restructured. Mm-hmm. And we got okay. 10 parks and recs in uh, Lafayette. Mm-hmm. He started with four. Eventually, all 10 going to have to go to the same business model of public-private partnerships. We're talking about Como. We're talking about uh, Thomas Park on Johnston Street. The two white parks, two out of the 10, mm-hmm. are in the white community exclusively. Well, it, what, the other eight serve heavily, six exclusive for the black community, Gerard Park, my wife and I are there all the time. Mm-hmm. You got just many black folks at Gerard Park as you do white. Roba show a little less. So you got eight out of ten parks that service the, predominantly the black community. And even programs that are part of these park and rec physical buildings, such as uh, Miss uh, Erica Floyd Williams program, New Vision, as a concern about that, will that be eliminated? No, this gonna we, we we've been within less okay. than an hour. And the mayor was looking at the budget. Okay. <laughs> I was not in the budget meeting with right. the mayor. Right. The mayor was making a budget. I was not in the HR meeting with personnel. I don't deal with, but we, we discuss sometimes when you look back, you figure out, well, maybe we could have done things a little different. He just spoke too so, soon then. So, so with the budget and so, but there was a whole nother piece of this thing. And, 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 I don't know how many people spoke last night. It had to be in the hundreds. I don't know how many people spoke. But they let the mayor know very clearly that closing four black parks. And Not a good white, look. Not a good look. Was something that he didn't, he didn't realize the pushback and the response. that mm-hmm. he was. But he took that. So what I'm glad to say mm-hmm. is that we're committed to, for all four to stay open. Now, we got coronavirus. Just mm-hmm. like your guest on just previous, the Southern yeah. Poverty Law Center. We don't want to pack. The reason is right now the, the, the buildings are closed. We don't want to put people inside of a building where we're going to pass the virus around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the physical facility for now anyway can't be used the way they were traditional. There has to be social distancing. But because of the commitment of the community, we're going to keep those four centers open. And, and not just keep them open. We want to take our rec parks and recs. We got a strong parks and rec department. 
want to congratulate Brother Gerald Boudreaux for his hard work, tireless work for years. And we want to take a strong legacy left by Brother Gerald Boudreaux and take it to the next level on how we serve our community. And, and he used the word uh, budget, budget issues in his reasoning. Uh, the tax base in Lafayette probably is tapped down. The oil industry is down. COVID-19 is here. But still, they have some other entities in Lafayette. I mean, I, I, I see, uh, go down Ambassador Caffrey, we see the stores, they're, they're still rolling. People still spending money. Still got to, I think Lafayette doing better than other cities in South, in South Louisiana, let alone the state of Louisiana. So why not divvy up the money equally across the board? Brother Jay, you hit the you hit the nail on the head. Bam! That kick, uh, Chairman Parish Council Chairman Kevin Knockin mm-hmm. brought that up last night. Yes. In addition to the ten parks that we got in the city of Lafayette, you got parks in Scott, Broussard, Youngsville, Karen Crow. Those are also receiving monies mm-hmm. from the city. From the city. I said from the city of Lafayette. And so everybody got to, and Kevin Knockin acknowledged that. Everybody in the parish now, we're talking about the surrounding municipalities, not just our municipality. Lafayette footing the bill for everybody, even though some of the different municipalities are kicking in their peace. Who have their own government? Oh, they got their own mayors. They got their own city councils. They got the Youngsville Sports Complex, Bruce R. Sports Complex. They got other sports complexes, but Lafayette money is going to help subsidize surrounding jurisdictions. And, and, and so to, with, with the COVID-19, as you said, Brother Jay, cutting into $10 million of sales tax revenue because businesses are closed, we had to cut. The police department's been cut. Mm-hmm. We got 12. So Parks and Rec was not the only department cut. The mayor looked at every director, every single director and said, I don't know your department like you. What I need you to do for me is you give me. We got to make 20 percent cuts across the board. That's police. That's roads, bridges, drink. All of y'all going to get cut, including parks. That's basic business. So he said, bring me the plan. And if he said, if you don't tell me how to do it, I'll do it myself. Because I don't know your department. So he every director had to submit to the mayor a recommendation on how to cut their budget by at least. Oh, that's Frank Wittenberg. He's acting director. He stepped up after. And he consulted his staff. They did. They, they did cut. They, they counted usage. Bookings, events, all of those numbers. They. Call on the line. You don't mind you taking a call, Mr. Brother Harvey? Please do, yes. Caller, go ahead. Yes, good morning. How you all doing? Fine, Great. fine. Good morning. Yeah, we're doing a fine job, except for the argument. We can't we can't really get you on point when too many is talking. So would you please give one person so much time to say what he's got to say? Is uh, I want to say that we as a uh, citizen... Uh, I am from Franklin calling, and we as a people, we are taxpayers, and we expect better 
And we do have better in this area. We do have a good mayor with an open mind. We're not jumping in because they have councilmen to sit him down and talk to him before he comes out and make a statement. And so uh, I'm, I'm listening to you all talk about it and stuff and one guy trying to make a point. The point I'm trying to say is please don't sit. Please don't sit on an apple and think you cannot crush it because we can crush the apple. The voters can do it. So the thing I want to say to you all, you have a good point this morning. I'm listening to you all. I've been listening since day one. My station is always on KEIE. I want to say do your thing. Do it together, brothers. Do it together. And whatever comes is fair. I heard one guy say, I'm going to tell it like it is. And that's that's good. Because you have you have a God that sits on high and hear you and watching you. So to do the right thing for the people, man, do the right thing for the people. Because we are the one that you're supposed to protect and do the right thing. Shutting down things is not going to work if you don't work together. I know the numbers are high. I listen. I'm watching the television. My hard-headed people, y'all got to quit. Y'all got to quit. Y'all got to stand together. Be separated. And stick together so we can let this thing happen. All right. Thank you, Colin. And I appreciate you calling from Franklin. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, there you go. We we even, we having a referee calling from Franklin uh, to uh, referee the problem here in Lafayette, the city of Lafayette, city parish. Uh, the, the the thing is, uh, uh, brother uh, brother Harbin, is the the look of what's going on. This this is aesthetic. It it looks bad. Right. Uh, even they have people chiming in on social media from out of town, and given you know my criticism of. Mayor Parish president is because of my ideology in the Republican Party and the conservative, uh, th- this new wing of the totally is out of space. But you being a part of that, people expect some good influence upon him. Because, like you said, we got to have a seat at the table, right, Brother Shaheed? We got to have a seat. We got to know what's going on in, in the room. One of the items last night, there's a statue that's been sitting there for 98 Years, a Confederate monument. He said he that, had a that, Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That that statue is going to celebrate. Would have celebrated its 100th birthday. Mayors have come and gone. Mm-hmm. City councils have come and gone. Parish councils have come and gone. This statue is being moved under Josh Guillory. Carlos Harvin, the community of Lafayette's watch. Fred Prejean, move the mindset. Black Lives Matter movement. Marja Broussard and the NAA, it's a team effort. You, you, one finger can only do so much, but you put five fingers, you got a fist. We need the support of the mayor's office, and he, support, he introduced the resolution last night through Pat Lewis, the chair of the city council at the urging and request of the mayor. The mayor took the position. The mayor created the Chief of Minority Affairs Commission. We've had many discussions on that, on that statue. 
I stood with the mayor on the campus of UL with the Black Lives Matter movement. So what I'm saying is I've seen under this administration progress for black people like I haven't seen under others. And this is seven months in. Okay, okay. can I get a question in? You, I, I, I like the fact that you, you, stop, you stop the host and say, no host, you can't say nothing. That's good. That's a good thing. Uh, we get, you ever heard the term smoke and mirrors? Uh, That's the Wizard of Oz. Okay, if you uh, saying, okay, I'm going to talk about talking about removing the statue, but at the same time, I'm going to cut the budget to four black parks. And now what's he saying? What, what's he saying today? He had to rethink that because the pushback is enormous. And so we're going to be creative in the words that we say. But if the parks are closed, physically closed, and the other parks and the golf course where we have, we, I don't know how much it costs to maintain those golf courses. That's the only part of Parks and Rec that generates a profit are the golf courses. So the expenses, the young black kids who won't be able to get physically into no, the no, building. No, no, no. They're gonna. Those parks are gonna open. Okay. They're gonna. So that's old news. That's they what They're gonna happened. open it, but it's not. No, but they're still open now. Okay. okay. August fourteenth is the end of the uh, allotment okay. of funding. So the parks, as of today, you can go to to Domain Center. Okay. It's still open. Uh, you can go to uh, Hyman Center and Hyman Park. It's still open. Mm-hmm. Those are open, and we've already had partners step up. The mayor wants to see a new model. What he's okay. saying is we, we want more community ownership of our parks and rec. We want okay. the community and corporations and companies. Okay. You look at the Superdome in New Orleans, it's the Mercedes-Benz okay. Superdome. That relieved a lot of financial pressure from the city of New Orleans. Well, if you've got a $10 million drop in your sales tax revenue, we walked in on the first day of his mayor presidency we were already in an $18 million hole. You add $10 million of COVID on, we in a $28 million hole. So pre-COVID-19. So cuts had to come. He could still write checks, but they're uh-huh. going to bounce. Right. That's right. like your checking account in mine. And, and the thing is, across the country, Mr. Gillery is taking a page from all the conservative uh, uh, municipalities uh, where they're coming in, and I think his intention, not just me, and I, I'm trying to be objective because I'm sitting in the whole seat, but when it comes to him, uh, you know, I did my research on him. Uh, he's using that, that whole issue of privatizing everything, and that's what these conservatives do, does. And it does not necessarily fly real good in certain communities who need uh, the government to step in and give their fair share to the to, to the taxpaying citizen. When we start talking about privatization, we start talking about corporation spots and things, and that's not even going to work in, in, in this COVID-19 situation. Can I say something relative to what you Go ahead. Said, if, if, if you want to take Go ahead. Get your mic. What you just said about privatizing. Hello? We need to understand these people are still fighting the civil rights and the 54 decision. Hello. When they say privatize, Hello. they go to the private entity from the communities they come from at the expense of our community. Now, in reality, we pay more taxes than the citizen here because we pay once that sale tax and this thing. And we stay in the store because we don't have that much of a cash flow. So that's not slick at all, privatizing things. 
You're not gonna get the privatized. The private people do that with a with a request. Well, what I can uh, what I can say within an hour after the mayor made the announcement, there was a there was a black partner, private partner, black that stepped forward to partner. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, the first partner, we, we going to be announcing this soon. The first partner to step up to the plate with less than an hour because we need partner. It's not privatized. It's public-private partnership. But, no, 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 but I just heard, I just heard privatized. Can I take a call? You don't mind. Caller, uh, you're talking to Bishop Caller's Harlan. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, are y'all closing Hyman Park? No. He said no. Huh? No. No. So y'all not closing Hyman? No. Question? Call it? You got the answer? What other, uh, what other parks are y'all closing? None. He said none? The parks, the parks were never going to close. That's the outdoor space. That's the outdoor parks. So parks are outside, rec centers are inside. We were getting reports from some of our rec staff that are getting paid full time. That in certain parts, times of the day, the, the recs, and because of COVID-19, you got buildings open, air conditioning running, lights on, nobody inside. Now for special events, family reunions, birthday parties, anniversaries, you can rent it out as an event center on an as-needed basis. But to have a building sitting there empty. Okay, so they're trying to get revenue coming in into the parks. That's how we pay the staff. That's how we pay the bills, the utilities, the lights, the overhead. Yes. And we the so parks they don't have enough. They don't have enough tax money coming in to no, take sir. care of the parks. No, sir. The no parks and rec. Tax, the tar- the, right. The, the parks and rec is the only department of all 12 departments in LCG, the only one that has a dedicated tax millage of $3.5 million a year is parks and rec. Plus, on top of that $3.5 million millage, they get an additional $3.5 million from the general fund. So parks and rec gets $7 million a year. No other department has that arrangement but parks and rec. And that's breaking even. Yeah, that's all, that's all the parks overall, right? That's correct, sir. So where we found a flaw, yes, I'm sorry, go ahead, please. Seventy million that they get? Seven. Seven million. For all the parks that's in Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette Parish, yes. Okay, but none of the other parks generate any revenue. No. They're they're all they all operate at a deficit. But that's not it's not a business. I mean, you have to understand good business principle, but that's an investment. But even with the $3.5 million millage plus the $3.5 million from the general fund, $7 million altogether, we break it even. Uh, that, that's pre-COVID. <laughs> now we got coronavirus and $10 million drop in our uh, 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 revenue. So what do we do? And what came out in the meeting last night is we're helping Scott. We're helping uh, uh, Broussard. We're helping Youngsville. And so Lafayette City tax money is going out there as well. So that we found a problem. Yeah, we got but all fi- the time, the bottom line ain't about money. It's about yeah. saying the community in the sense that it, it is a profit in 
people going to the parks, work out, you know, take care of their business, enjoy, relax. You know, it's a big profit in that health-wise, you know. It's not always the bottom line, but, I mean, $10 million going to get back into the budget okay. once the stuff is over. Yes. And, yeah, but it, you be patient. If they would have been patient and waiting, use the, the strength of whatever park that can generate more revenue, you know, I mean, target that one, you know, and, okay. and the ones that ain't generating revenue, put more money to make them generate matter, revenue, you know, put them in a place where they can raise money. You know, if I'm disadvantaged of not raising money because I ain't got the equipment or the tools to do it, I can't get money, you know. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, yeah, that he needs to open up his mind on that one. Yes, sir. And, and I appreciate your call. We, our lines are lit up. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Mr. Benjamin. If you, you want to take a uh, question from Mr. Benjamin? I'm not going to put you on the spot. <laughs> That's why I came in to answer questions. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I saw the look on your face. I, no, said, I didn't just show up to look good. I mean, I'm here to talk you good. You started to look at the host. You no, never like, used to look at me like that. No, no, I'm, just, I'm, gonna be honest, I'm just saying. You know, I'm an honest person. Please don't take me. You got to do some damage control because there's a lot of damage going on. What I, want, I need to ask, I heard you say something, and I'm pretty familiar with the government budget and the process. I was chairman of the government two or three times. Okay, hold on. Do you have a breakdown of individual budgets and those centers? Yes. Uh, and that's, where, those and, are the numbers. the 11 centers, where centers? Because I know you're speaking of an under-roof thing the man is dealing with. Not, not, not the barbecue. Just, just a second. But where are the 11? Where would those four line up at? Would they be in five to... 11, the bottom rung of the budgets? You about the individual budgets? Yes, caller. Yes. Caller? Because I pretty well remember the budgets. Okay, hold on. Go ahead and ask that question. Go ahead. Hold on, I have a question. I just wanted to know, did y'all ever consider, like, passing a text, a text that would be dedicated to just parks and we, we already have one, sir. We have one already. It's a 3.5. Hey, what, about, what about bringing back, like, softball tournaments to those parks and, and, and everything like that? Like, now, that's charged, what the mayor wants to do. Be, like, to bring in revenue. That's what the like, mayor... Scattered out to, like, Youngsville, Bruce R. You know, we have parks that we can use, you know, and um, instead of just okay. having to go in... After two thirty, like opening up the, the regs, like at nine o'clock. I mean, there's ways to bring revenues back to those facilities instead of partnershiping them out. Let, let, let him answer the question because. Uh, well, I, I think it's both. I don't think it's either or. That's a great uh, recommendation, sir. Thank you for that. I don't think it's either or. I think it's both and. We 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 did have to cut staff, so that way, you know, to to cover all ten parks, you need a pretty big staff. Uh, if you have a partner step up and we've had a partner to say, look, we got this, we get, we going to provide the staff. This is a, this is a black organization. We're going to provide the staff. We're going to pay the utilities. That we, exists now in, in, in the ordinance and that relates to that. What happened? We just never had individuals mm -hmm. to come out 
Right. Like you said, but the partner to work with him. I coached 15 years in the area you're right. talking about. Right. So what the, what the mayor president would like to see, what Josh Guillory would like to see is the community take more ownership. Either it's the nonprofit community, the business community, partnering with the government so that we can help offset especially and and i'm saying this is what other parks and rec centers are doing around the country this is a new trend now so what i'm saying is when you've got limited resources and you got to spread all that money around you've got to find some innovative ways to say how can we deliver more than what we're doing i mean we're doing a it's a good job but how can we take it to the next level, do more, and that means partnership. And, and therefore, that becomes a, a political ideology because, you know, they got a lot of the, I mean, Republicans and conservatives believe one way of how government should run things. They believe in that private partnership with corporations and so forth. But you got people who think the role of government, the role of taxpayers is to help facilitate those things like park and recreation. I mean, even down to putting a, a fixing the street. Right. You know, once we go down that road of privatizing everything, no we we going we going we going somewhere else in the and it. You know, I'm, that just that just me being mm-hmm. a devil because advocate on what I know other people might say when you, when we hear those words. Mm-hmm. You know. May I say go ahead. Uh, you know, remember I was in office. I was chairman of the government. You couldn't have your meetings without. Pick up your mic. I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> pick up your mic. But uh, you said something I want to tell you that's already in the ordinance. And I, I don't know the new ordinance. So I'm, 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 I'm going to tell it like it is. And Gary has nothing to do with this. Gary wasn't even in the picture. That was killed by the government. When I was on the government, what you talking about, private partner, but we had people out here funding their own thing. The parents were paid $15. I, I just want to get some historical facts. I don't know who told you that. That that existed, what he's talking about. But what happened, it killed us, too. We found out we didn't even have programs. I spent almost a million dollars on Paul Davis Park. That's a matter of records. And you know what happened? They killed all kind of programs coming there, like Little League and I put new school boards. And I'm telling you how it operates. And the public should know this. And when y'all hear, if they say recreation tax and a black person vote for it, they need to get their brains examined. Period. Well, we have one in place. Well, I tell you, you got one in place. You're looking at who will be a, out there fighting. It's a millage that, you know, just like the sheriff's department. No, we, we ain't getting no. let's get something. We ain't getting nothing out of recreation in the last 10, 15 years. So we can't blame it on Gilbert. You haven't <laughs> seen, you, you have seen programs in one, one recreation area where black folks go from any part of Lafayette, and that's the Brown Park. There isn't any, and look, I spent money in Fixball Davis Park. There isn't any type of programmatic thing for children in the Hammond Park area. You haven't seen no kid going there with a little league suit on. So, and you know what I was answering? Mm-hmm. You know what I was answering? So, so you're saying there should be more programs there? Sure. Okay. So I mean, you know, so, if, if I went, so I grew up I, I, in I wonder what, what is it then what's different about what we're saying then? I tell you what's different than what we're saying. The record doesn't in, 
sure that we should even do a tax as black folks. Black folks haven't been part of recreation in this area. That millage, I don't. That millage been there for God knows how long. I bet you they don't have. I a, think a, when, I when you were in have, office, I bet you they don't have. Sure, the millage was there. In fact, is added. I, I helped pass the last millage there, but we shouldn't vote on it anymore. If the government now cannot put in writing what the millage is for. And what are the guarantees to it before it is written? Then black folks shouldn't vote for millage in Lafayette. No kind of millage. We shouldn't vote for taxes. I don't care if it's drowning the vine. Well, I think the people should speak to that. Well, yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to be out there trying to change the people's mind. And I think I got some in Well, you know, this turned into a, somewhat of a good discussion. I mean, we have two veterans of uh, Lafayette. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know a thing about Lafayette, but I know... My issue has always been uh, talking about conservatives and what they taking a chainsaw to everything well, in the black community that's around that's the country. That's just me. That's but but the but right. I don't know. I, respect, I don't know I how many conservatives are calling for the moving of Confederate monuments. Well, I, I'm 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 kind of past that now. Uh, I, I'm seeing more symbol than substance in in the state of Louisiana. We could take down all the statues, but we we still got the mindset in the courthouse. Yeah, but it's I, the same thing. I, I know I know of Republicans right now mm-hmm. that want laws to protect those monuments. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because, most because, sim- because most our mayor president something. doesn't. Well, I ain't never if, heard if, said if, that. if if he's for real. Now I'm a, it's a challenge. If you say your mayor president that you work for, uh, he could. With the stroke of a pen, he could. No, no, it's a permanent. That's look. it's our property. That that right? We own the building. Right. I, I mean, we own the statue. Okay. That Mouton statue is owned by the citizens of Lafayette. Okay. LCG owns it. Mm-hmm. The land that it sits on, which originally was owned by a black man, because the Figaro family. Mm-hmm. The Figaro family sold it. From what I hear, mm-hmm. to the city of Lafayette, a black man That's sold that man. land mm-hmm. to the city, of, and then the Daughters of the Confederacy put that on there. They were going to move it back mm-hmm. in the '80s when they moved when they built the new city hall. They were going to move the Mouton statue mm-hmm. from where it is now to 705 West University, with your old place. They couldn't. We can't move our own statue mm-hmm. because of a permanent injunction. Okay. The court, the judge said because the daughters of the Confederate, but we found out even some more information last night no, that the mayor in the 80s, I don't know who the mayor was, but he told the daughters of the Confederacy, you can forget about that. Don't You don't have to worry about that statue mm-hmm. being moved because once I get in office, it's, I'm going to kill it. Mm-hmm. It's staying right there, mm-hmm. even though people were trying to move it. So there was no, mayor. so this mayor said, and there was no, by the way, last night, not one person spoke in opposition to that ordinance, to the resolution, mm-hmm. to move it. To move it. No call, That's no testimony, but I want to give credit to Greg Davis mm-hmm. in 2016, and I was working with Greg before I worked with Fred Prejean. Mm-hmm. Greg Davis held a hearing at city council chambers in 2016. Mm-hmm. Because Downtown Development Authority wanted to redevelop and fix up that park area around where the statue is now. Greg Davis said, hold up. I drove by that statue a million times, never knew who that was until Greg Davis told me who that was. And that was the first time I got involved with the Mouton statue. So I want to give kudos to Greg for opening the eyes of our community about what that statue stood for. And and is it that important in Lafayette, the statue? Uh 
That's the question I, I'm asking. Well, all I want to say is, why is if it's not that important, why is it so hard to move the daggone thing? Yeah. Because it's a racist community. Somebody wants it there. It exists yeah. in well, a racist well, And it's a symbol. Well, that's, uh, that's it's an saying. outward symbol of what's inside. See, yeah. as long as you don't open your mouth. Yeah, it exists in a or racist you don't, community. But if you're showing me outward signs of something that's mm-hmm. on the inside of you, then that's a symbol I can tell my wife all day, I love you. But she wants to, if you love it, then you better put a ring on it. Show me something. And this question, Josh Gittery, your boss, his his ideology, uh, Rudy Giuliani, Trump, and others, is it, is it, is it, uh, uh, is it something in support of the black community that he could do to show that he's not down with the, Ideology of the national political parties uh, of, of Trump. I don't think the Republican Party has taken, and, a pers- and that's not a Republican Party. I got to stop you there. That's a that's a Trump party. It went from Tea Party to Trump. You know, I mean, I know that's an opinion. I'm here to talk about Lafayette. <laughs> okay, well, well, all right, well, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm here to talk about Lafayette. The president. That's a good one. Made the statement. He, he's right. He's here to talk about it. Now, I, I am. I, I'm wrong. And, and I'm all wrong. I'm saying is, I'm I don't wrong. think. Let me put it. I don't think Washington D.C. What we seen the ideology would support Mr. Harvin? the moving of a Confederate monument. We seen the ideology of Trump filter all the way down the down to the local level. When when Judge Guillory came into office, the Confederate monument is not as important to my children. Mm-hmm. Economically limited, whose dad right. don't have a job right. because he's not being hired, and we are better than. Are these conservative uh-huh. judges that are so, giving black folks, locking black folks up in these yeah. facilities? All I'm saying is that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so, it, 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 you, the fact that there are laws to protecting it all I'm saying is, and all I ask you, Bishop Harvey, was it, does Josh Guillory share the same ideology of Donald Trump? In your I, I can't opinion. speak to that. I, I, okay. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I don't study. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm. I haven't studied the okay. ideology okay. of Donald Trump. Okay. I, right. You know, right. I, I know what I see and what I hear, yeah. but I know what I see and what I hear for Lafayette. And, and there is a difference between. All I'm saying is, I I've seen uh, a, a, our mayor president. Okay. At the Black Lives Matter rally, I've seen. Okay. And I've stood with our, our our mayor president, and we've got a resolution now to mm-hmm. move a, a monument that no one else moved. So I'm just talk is talk, right? But walk is walk. Okay. So I, to, in me, to me, actions many times speak louder than well, words. Well, when you know that statue get removed, we want to bring you back on here to talk about it and throw that egg in our face. No, <laughs> no, you know, no in, egg, in, in, in a good we, way, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, because that, I think that's progress. Yeah. Like, uh, God rest his soul, John Lewis, when people said, yeah. ain't nothing changed. Yeah. Well, he said, if you come from where I come from, a sharecropper, and he and now he's, he, God rest his soul, couldn't vote. And, and that's what we want to do. Now I was show. voted as a congressman of the 5th District. That's progress. And when we criticize the fact the that a, a statue been sitting there for 98 mm-hmm. years and it's about, to, that's, pro, I mean, I'm from where I sit, and I'm from Washington, D.C., when I moved, the reason I moved here was because mm-hmm. the only black Catholic high school, the only black Catholic school west of the Mississippi was being closed, Holy Rosary. Mm-hmm. And Janelle Shagwa put out a call right. for us to come help through the Imani Temple. God rest uh, her soul. Mm-hmm. And, and they closed Rosary, but we opened a church, Imani Temple. 
Right. So, and, and so I've seen progress since I've been here. Yeah. And this criticism is not directed to you because I mean, you, you working for an entity. The criticism is, is of the, the political climate is here is in Lafayette reflects what's going on in Washington, D.C. to a lot of the uh, activists and, and people who are concerned, like myself, who, who's been, uh, like Sister Khadija, we've been trying to point out some things that, you know, are not right with certain uh, political ideology. It filters down to, I mean, politi- political ideology filters down to action. If you have conservatives, you have conservative judges, conservative law enforcement that does not, play fair, you got Black Lives Matter issues going, you got all of these things all coming full force. And the issue with the park and uh, recreation, that stuff is coming in our face. So you want to know where everybody's coming from. And that's that's all we we trying to do. Make good trouble on the radio. Thank you. And where we are today on a Wednesday Mm -hmm. is very different from what we were talking about just this past Friday. Yes. The conversation has changed. Mm -hmm. So I, I've seen I saw more black people last night at City Hall than I think I've ever seen in my life. So I think that was a record and everybody couldn't even get in. Mm-hmm. So I think just the fact and then the fact that we've seen the fact that all four of those centers, they're going to be restructured. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. And so the mayor president has heard the community. We want empowerment to the community. We want ownership by the community. In fact, it's it's a nonprofit partner that's stepping forward from the community to partner with us so that we can continue providing programs to our community. I, I yeah. think that's progress. Okay. okay. Well, that's the, the whole point of having this radio show. I know time is run, run, widening down. We wanted you to come and give your position. Uh, and we appreciate that when we, uh, Brother Shaheed makes the call, you come down. And uh, that's, that's all we could do. You know, no matter where we at on the political map, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just want to hear, hear 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 your position. And I appreciate the opportunity, you know, brother Jay, you know. sister Khadija. Called. I was <laughs> Look, I, I'm glad I couldn't you make had it that yesterday. Box in the ring, I'm glad yeah. you had that box in the ring. Just not fuzzy boy, fuzzy hit hard. We go way back. We go yeah. way back. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but we all want to move forward for what's best for our community. That's what yeah. this is all about. Yeah. We've got an opportunity, and I'm saying this is it's like they say. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm-hmm. Everybody voted for who they wanted for mayor president. Mm-hmm. I ran and I didn't win, but I'm still in the mayor president's office. God ordained it so. I believe God had a place for me in this administration through this position. Chief, I didn't create it. The mayor president did. So we got a seat at the table. In fact, when I got there, Gerald Boudreaux was at the table. Uh, uh, Chief Fire Chief Robert Ben was at the table. Hollis Conway's at the table, Skyra Reed. I was one of five black people in the Guillory administration when I came. So we've got several. He's got, we have his ear from the African-American community. I know when I have a one-on-one with the mayor president and we talk about things, the fact that he was at the Black Lives Matter rally, the fact that he's voted to introduce this resolution to move the monument, the fact that he's moved from closing and reopening to restructuring, to me, he's responsive. So I'm going to say he's going to be he he he's going to be mayor. He's in the seat. Mm-hmm. So do we spend Just four like years you are in that position? Yeah, yeah. That's and and I'm I'm using yeah. my influence mm-hmm. to speak on behalf of my community, and I, I I'm not just going to criticize and throw a rock. Right. 
But I'm going to jump in with some solutions and recommendations, and we're going to link up and say, what can we do to, to, to make things even better than what and they are right did, now? And he failed the, the community, right, in this city? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's all we could ask for. I'd like for yeah. us to have this conversation okay. this time yeah. next year. Okay. We, and look we at them. Have, we and let's look at those four parks. And re- we, what's today? T- today is the twenty, uh-huh. the twenty second of July. We might have it sooner than that. Let's look at the twenty second of July, twenty twenty one, and have the same conversation. I, I'd like to book myself as a guest. Oh, you, you got one it. year from today. You got it. You got it. There you have it, uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, I know we ran over time. Uh, stay tuned for that hot, hot reggae show with Brother Herbert Jasmine. We want to thank the staff and management of Southern Development and Mr. John Freeman for helping facilitating this show. Uh, KOCZ 94.9 FM and KIEE 88.3 FM. And we want to send our deepest, deepest condolences to Brother Shahid and Sister Khadijah and the loss of their grandson. Uh, hold on, Sister Khadijah. Uh, everything will be all right. You give so much back to the community. The community is with you. Again, thank you guys so much, and tune in next week.